to end the end the series of the Holy Spirit. So, but again, the Lord started to talk to me and asked me to speak about again related to the Holy Spirit. And what God gave me the word is Ruach Elohim, the breath of God. Ruach Elohim, the breath of God. That is the word the Lord gave me. Ruach Elohim, the bread of breath of God. Let's go to Genesis chapter number 1. So, along with the uh, NKJV Bible I have, I am going to make reference to another version of the Bible that is the TLV version, if you know it. it's a, I think it's a version to the Jewish, Messianic Jewish people. But that will help us to understand what God wants to speak to us about Ruach Elohim. Hallelujah. So let's go to the book of Genesis and chapter number 1, verse number 1 and 2. Genesis chapter number 1, verse number 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Spirit of God, the word for the Spirit of God, there is the Ruach Elohim of God. Is the Ruach Elohim. Ruach Elohim or the, that Spirit of God, that word is the breath of God, the wind of God, the blast of God, the Spirit of God, the Ruach Elohim. Let me read from the TLV version. In the TLV version it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was chaos and waste. Darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Ruach Elohim was hovering upon the surface of the water. Hallelujah. Do we see that? Now Ruach Elohim is, the Holy Spirit is referred as the Ruach, the breath of God, even in the New Testament in the verses. Remember, we read John chapter number 14 and John chapter number 16 when we were doing the series on the Holy Spirit. When we read John chapter number 16, remember the Jesus was teaching the disciples that he will take whatever is mine and show it to you. The last time we were talking about that. The word the, he, the, he will take, it says Ruach will take what is of mine. And show it to you. The breath of God. The spirit of God. That is the breath of God. The wind of God. Will take what is of mine. And show it to you. So the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Is referred. As Ruach Elohim. In John chapter number 14. When Jesus says. That. He will, he will teach you. Things and he will bring to your remembrance. There, the word that it uses is Ruach Hakodesh. We will we will not go into that, but we are today going to look at Ruach Elohim, the breath of God, the wind of God, the blast of God. Hallelujah. So the first thing that I want to bring to you is the first functionality. I, I, I segregated Ruach Elohim into two main functionalities. The first functionality of Ruach Elohim, that is the breath of God, is He restores the life of God to the dead. Write it down. He, what? 
Ruach Elohim restores the not only the life, the life of God. That is very important. It sounds simple, but it's very deep. It restores, Ruach Elohim restores the life of God to the dead. Now, there are four places in the Bible where the Ruach Elohim of God performs or manifests the act of restoration, of restoring the life of God to the dead. Hallelujah. Of what? Restoring the life of God to the dead. Now, the first manifestation or the first fulfillment of this functionality of the Ruach Elohim, the breath of God, is right here in Genesis chapter number 1. The creation was dead. The creation was gone. The creation was utterly destroyed. And Ruach Elohim started to hover over the face of the deep. Ruach Elohim started to do a survey. Ruach Elohim started to do a search to restore the dead creation back to life. To bring the life of God, to bring the glory of God once again, to restore the earth as a beautiful place. Hallelujah. As per human evaluation, when the person is dead and died, the person has no hope. The person is gone and cannot accomplish anything. But as per the perspective of Ruach Elohim, even when things are dead, the story has not ended for Ruach Elohim there. He can bring it back and restore the life of God in the dead things in the things that are utterly destroyed. Hallelujah. See, listen to me. The reason why the, the devil wanted to kill Jesus is because the devil, you see, it were the Pharisees of those times who were insecure about Jesus, who manifested the snake in them. The snake was working through them. The devil was working through them. If you remember, I taught you, I had told earlier, but let me repeat myself. Do you know, Egypt never left Israel. Even in the New Testament, Egypt was there in Israel. When I talk about Egypt, I am talking, I am talking about, the, about the serpent who used to sit on the waters of Nile that Ezekiel describes in his prophecies. That snake, that pharaoh had the snake spirit. The big dragon, the big snake inside of him. That snake never left Israel. Even in the New Testament, he was there. You know where he was there? Who, who was carrying out the legacy of the snake? Who was carrying out the legacy of Egypt? The Pharisees. The Pharisees were carrying out the legacy of Pharaoh and of Egypt because they were bound, they were bringing people in bondage again to the law and the traditions of men and not letting them freely worship God. These were the Pharisees who were insecure about Jesus. And, and you remember when Jesus entered the temple and they brought palm branches in their hand and they say, blessed is the, uh, blessed is the king of Zion. And they were praising Jesus and the Pharisees said, Oh, this man is winning the whole world and we are trying our best to stop him. We are trying our best to kill him. We are trying our best to manipulate people not to go to him. But he is winning the world. Let us devise to 
kill him, to crucify him. So that was the snake. Uttering the utterance of the snake through the mouth of the Pharisees. Now you got to realize the devil killed Jesus on the cross because the devil thought that by putting Jesus to death, his ministry will end and he will not be able to bring people to God. That is why he, he killed Jesus. He destroyed him on the cross. But he did not know about the Ruach Elohim, the spirit that raised Christ from the dead. When you read Romans chapter number 8, it says the same spirit, the Ruach of God that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. The Ruach, the breath of God. Hallelujah. The same thing, are we understanding? Hallelujah. So as for the human perspective, as per the devil, if he can end or kill or destroy something, it's ended. But as per God, he has his breath that can restore his life back to the dead. Hallelujah. Stay with me. Stay with me. What did I say? The first functionality, I said Ruach Elohim restores the life of God to the dead. Stay with me. The first functionality is in Genesis chapter number 1. I, I, I have already explained in one of my sermons, the ancient kingdom of Tyre. Remember that sermon long time back? I explained how Lucifer was the middleman, the high priest of the race that existed before Adam from the scripture. I'm not, I'm not going into that. But it was, the, it was Lucifer who traded the soul. I told you the sin of Lucifer was pride. Because of pride he did. But what was the actual sin that he enacted the actual sin that he enacted was trading of souls he was a trader what is a trader he became insecure about god and he said i can be equal to god as people are worshiping god i want that worship for myself because he was the he was perfect in his, in his beauty he was the anointed cherub he was the, the, the sound of God. All the instruments were on his, on his being. He carried the stones, the ten stones, when Ezekiel describes Lucifer. I don't have time to go there, but he has ten stones. He is perfectly beautiful. God made him so beautiful, so anointed, and he was multitasking. And then he started to ponder that I, I have all the abilities that God has similar to him. I can be like him. And in that he started to trade the souls, trade the people. Because Lucifer was the high priest of the race that existed before Adam. Adam is the first man created in the image of God. But the race that existed before Adam, they were not in the image of God. Lucifer was their middle man. If you want to refer to it, if you want to understand what I am saying, go back to one of my sermons that I preached. You will understand what I am saying. The ancient kingdom of Tyre, that is the title of the sermon. But Lucifer became insecure about God. And what he started to do, he started to do trading with people. He started to tell people, you know, I can, God is not giving you good positions in his kingdom. I can give you better position. I can take care of you. I can be a better God to you. And he started to 
takes souls to himself, trade souls. That is there in Ezekiel. And because he started to do that and turn the whole race to himself, God had to destroy the earth. Hallelujah. The sin of Lucifer destroyed the earth. That is where that is why God created the earth. The book of Isaiah says God created the earth to be inhabited, not to be void, not to be empty. But Genesis chapter number 2 says it was empty. Why? Because something happened there. Any which ways. Genesis chapter number 2 says it was void because of the sin of Lucifer. Uh, God had to destroy the whole earth. It was not because of God, but because of Lucifer. Hallelujah. And there, Lucifer thought, oh, now, you know, if God does not have people to worship him, uh, if I do not do not have people to worship me, worship me, God also does not have anyone, anything else to worship him. So the matters are settled, you know. My ego is satisfied. You know, when people carry an ego, you know, and many of the people do witchcraft because of ego. Many of people do witchcraft against other people because of because of jealousy. Oh, that person is prospering. I don't want him to prosper. If I did not have it, I don't want that person also to have it. And when they, they also don't have it, they are they were successful to destroy that person. Their ego is satisfied. Now I am satisfied. So Lucifer was satisfied. Okay, okay. The, uh, you know, God destroyed everything. And so if I don't have people to worship me, I don't have the attention. Even God does not have the attention. But he did not knew that the story has not ended. The Ruach Elohim was hovering over the face of the deep to restore the life of God back to the creation. Hallelujah. Because the creation of God worships God. It does not worship Lucifer. The creation knows who created them. Unfortunately, human beings don't know who created them, but the creation knows it. The Ruach Elohim restored the life of God back to the creation. That is what it says in the book of Genesis. That is what it says. Genesis chapter number 1 verse 2. Now the earth was chaos and waste. Darkness was on the surface of the deep and the Ruach Elohim was hovering upon the surface of the water. That is Ruach Elohim. Let's start off with that. What it did, it restores the life of God to the dead. It restores the life of God to the utterly destroyed. Ruach Elohim. Now stay with me. The Ruach Elohim is again mentioned in the Bible. But the Hebrew word is another word, but it's Ruach Elohim, the breath of God, Genesis chapter number 2. Genesis chapter number 2. Remember we are on the first point of the functionality that he restores the life of God to the dead. Genesis chapter number 2. So verse number 7. Genesis 2 verse number 7. What it says. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the Ruach Elohim. The breath of life. Uh -huh. And man became a living being. Okay, hallelujah. So, the dust is not what gave us life. Okay. The body was prepared first from the dust. The body was prepared so that the Ruach Elohim can be released 
in our body so that Adam became becomes a living being. Now listen to me very carefully what I am saying. The, the breath of life gave life in the spirit and to the flesh. The breath of life, the Ruach Elohim gave life to the spirit of man. And when the spirit of man started to become a living being, that living being, that spirit man gave life to the flesh and man became a living being. The Ruach Elohim, are you understanding? Like, like for example, for example, when you, when you want to drive your car, where do you, where, where do you put your fuel? In the petrol tank through the opening, right? In the gas tank. You put your gas in the gas tank. Hallelujah. But the gas tank is not the element of your car that drives your car. When you start your car and when you put your foot on the gas pedal to drive your car, that petrol from the that that gas from your gas tank goes in your engine. And the engine starts to work and that is what turns and drives the tires of your car to drive your car. That is how when the Ruach Elohim was released, when the Ruach Elohim was released, the tank in which it was released was the spirit of man. And from the spirit of man, when the from the spirit of man, the tank, the, the gas tank was the spirit of man. And the engine, I'm giving you an example to explain. And the engine was the flesh of man, the body of man. So actually, the Ruach Elohim is stored in the tank, in the spirit man, which gives life to the flesh. Are we understanding? Stay with me. That is how man became a living being the bible says he breathed into the nostril the breath of life and he became a living being now i told you many times that god made adam in his own image and i told you how god made the body of man like the tabernacle he lives in heaven like he dwells in the tabernacle in the most holy place. He said, I want to make man as a tabernacle so that, so that I can dwell in him. That is how he made Adam. And when God dwelt in Adam, the spirit of God, the Ruach Elohim, listen to me, the Ruach Elohim, the Ruach Elohim, the wind of God, the breath of God was the driving force, the fuel in the fuel tank. The engine cannot work if there is no fuel in the fuel tank. The fuel in the fuel tank was the driving force, was the leading force. The Ruach Elohim is also the leading force of God. I will come to that. Started to lead man in the precepts of God, in as per the mind of God, as per the word of God. So man did not have had his own decision. The Ruach Elohim, the spirit of God, used to govern Adam used to lead Adam. But God told Adam, listen to me, God told Adam that, you know, be careful about one thing, that you don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because the day you will eat it, you will die. I explained you many times what God meant about death. Death was the Ruach Elohim will leave man. You will say, if the breath of God left man, even after that, why God, man was alive? That, that is the question, right? If 
the very breath, the Ruach Elohim left man, left the body of man, left the spirit of man. How is the man functioning? Hallelujah. Listen to me. Death is not instant. Death is a process. When the spirit of God, hallelujah, everyone say death is a process. Everyone say that death is a process. Okay. The reason why Ruach Elohim leaves a man is because a scorpion stinged the man. And the scorpion, I will name the scorpion as sin. Okay. So this scorpion came and stinged the person. Stinged the person. The person will not die instantly. In many of the cases, when a scorpion stinged a person, it was observed that the person did not even knew. The person thought some insect or mosquito bit him. After two weeks, he died. Even as the poison started to spread in his body. Are we understanding? Listen to me. When Ru The reason Ruach Elohim left Adam and Eve, the reason was they were stinged with the sting of sin. Okay? Now, as soon as they were stinged with the sting of sin, Ruach Elohim left them. They did not die instantly, but death started to work in them, which is a process. Which is a process. You got to understand the spirit of death. Death, manif death, death manifested in them as soon as they sinned. The sting of sin made uh, makes the Ruach Elohim left, leave the man. And when they got the sting, death started to manifest. That means, that means, when the Ruach Elohim leaves our being, leaves our body, we don't even know we are slowly dying. We don't even know. We are slowly, slowly, slowly dying. Death has started to work in us. When the Ruach Elohim is not there, when the breath of God is not there, that starts off. And you see, you see, I told you because Adam did not have a revelation of what God was speaking to him about death, that you will die. That advantage of the lack of revelation of the voice of God was used by the serpent to trick Eve that you will not certainly die. You know, you might have heard many sermons that they say that the devil says the half-truth. It was like a half-truth. He said, you will not die now. You will live. But he did not say that death will start to manifest and slowly kill you. Hallelujah. Are we understanding now? L let me take you to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. Ruach Elohim. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. Verse number 56. 1 Corinthians what? 15 verse number 56. The sting of death is sin. Let, let's stop there. Let, let us not go to the strength of sin is law. That is another revelation. But let's stop there. The sting of death is sin. Everyone say that. Everyone say that. The sting of death is sin. The sting of death is sin. So this scorpion, this scorpion that stinged you, 
through the poison to kill you. What is the name of that scorpion? That uh, sin. When sin stinges you, it releases the process of death in you. The process of death will start. Why? Because sin in us will make Ruach Elohim leave. The breath of God, when it leaves the man, the person is already dead to God and the death in the flesh has started to manifest slowly. By the course of time, it will, sh it will start to show its results. The manifestations of death, the process of death has already started when the sting of sin has stinged a person. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we understanding? The Bible says right inside 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, verse number 45, it says, So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. That means, listen, the Ruach Elohim was given to him, released in him the breath of life. He became a living being. But what? The last Adam. Who is the last Adam? Jesus is the last Adam. The last Adam be became a life-giving spirit, the releaser of Ruach Elohim. Are we understanding that now? Ruach Elohim. The Ruach Elohim, the first Adam, re received it. It was released in him. He became a living being. But the last Adam, Jesus, was the source of the release of the Ruach Elohim, the breath of God on you. To restore the life of God back to your dead bodies. Hallelujah. Do you know when you did not, you did not knew Christ or you were not walking in his word? Hallelujah. You were in the process of death. You were slowly dying. But the life-giving being, the last Adam... When you believed in him, he restored back the Ruach Elohim in your dead body. Because the Bible says the body is dead because of sin. But the Ruach is life because of, the, the spirit is life because of the Ruach. Because of the breath of God. My God, hallelujah. Ruach Elohim. The breath of God. Are we understanding until now? So. I am taking you through the story of man, what actually happened. Man was stinged by the sting of sin and the Ruach Elohim left the man. The breath of God left the man and as soon as the Ruach Elohim left the man, man was supposed to, man was created as an eternal being. There was no death in his dictionary when God created Adam, but the sting of sin brought death in the flesh of man. Hallelujah. But all those who receive back the breath of life, they will not die. Hmm? Do you know you will not die? Do you know that? Say, I will not die. Say that. I will not die. You will not die because what will happen to you, it will just happen that your corruptible body, the body of sin will be changed into an incorruptible body, into the glorious body. You will be transformed. Even that will happen by the Ruach Elohim. Uh, that, is, that I have kept for the later part of the sermon. Stay with me.
So what did I say? I said the first functionality of the Ruach Elohim is to restore the life of God, not only life. I am talking about the life of God back to the dead. And then I told you the first functionality, uh, the, 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 the first of this functionality was accomplished in Genesis chapter number 1, where the Ruach Elohim gave the life of God to the creation. And then right in Genesis chapter 1, I, I showed you how Adam became a living being by Ruach Elohim. But the stinge of sin uh, made the Ruach Elohim leave Adam and the process of death started to manifest in his life. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I have heard so many so many cases that even when a snake bit a person, they never knew that the snake bit, bit them. And they went to the house and they had their coffee and then they had their dinner. They slept and next morning they got up and the next morning they got up and they died because they did not knew they were stinged by the poison of the snake. Some of them did not knew that they were stinged by the poison of the scorpion. They did not die instantly. Hallelujah. Like, like there are so many antichrist products that have cancerous elements in them. And when you use that soap, when you use those clothes or that perfume, it slowly starts to give rise to cancer in people nowadays. When you read the statistics, you will see the cancer rate has in increased. Why? Because they are feeding people with poison. They are giving people poisonous products. And people are using it. But over a period of time, four years, five years, when they continue to use it, when they continue to eat it, after a, a period of time, they discover they have cancer. It did not happen that time. It happened five years back. That is how the stinge of sin is. When you are stinged with the stinge of sin and the Ruach Elohim leaves you, you will not die instantly. But the process of death has started in you. Mm -hmm. The process of death, the poison, the stinge of sin is slowly killing you. Is slowly killing you. It will start with your mind. It will start to give anxiousness. It will start to make you irritated. Slowly, slowly from anxiousness, it will take you to jealousy. From jealousy, it will take you to somewhere else. From there, it will take you to somewhere else. Somewhere else. And slowly, slowly, the death process has started to manifest because the Ruach Elohim has left the body of the man. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Oh. Amen. No hope now. Adam and Eve sinned. No hope that time. But God brought a hope and he gave a promise that the seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. The serpent that stinged the man with the sting of sin. He will crush the head and he will defeat sin on the cross. Hallelujah. And the, and the last Adam, Jesus, will become the life-giving, the releaser of Ruach Elohim back to our mortal bodies hallelujah so are we are we on the same page until now so the first point i said is the functionality is to restore life of god back to the dead and genesis chapter number one was the first point of the function of that functionality the second point of the functionality is ruach 
raised Christ from the dead. Everyone say, Ruach, the breath of God, raised Christ from the dead. So let us go to Romans chapter number 8. I told you I am reading from the TLV, Tree of Life version. Uh, Bible, because it, that, that Bible is uses the, uh, what you call, uh, Hebrew words for the spirit. So it's very helpful for us to understand uh, tonight's message. So let's go to Romans chapter number 8. I am reading from the TLV version. And, and, and let me read, let me read from verse number 1, okay? Let me read from verse number 1. Paul, okay, Romans chapter number 8. Okay, chapter number 8, verse number 1 onwards. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Messiah Yeshua. For the law, law of the spirit of life is Messiah Yeshua has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what was possible for the Torah, now Paul is saying Torah, because they had did not have the New Testament when Paul was ministering. So he's referring to the Bible of that time. They had Torah. Since it was weakened on the on account of the flesh, God has done sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And as a sin offering, he condemned sin in the flesh. So that the requirement of the Torah might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to Ruach, the breath of God, the wind of God. That is the spirit of God. Okay, stay with me. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Ruach, set their minds on the things of the Ruach. The original element was that was given to Adam, that Ruach, the breath of God. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of Ruach is life and shalom. For the mindset of the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not submit itself to the law of God, for it cannot. So, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. In other words, those who are just living in the flesh are dead people to God. They are the people who are manifesting the process of death. Okay? However, you are not in the flesh but in the Ruach. If indeed the Ruach Elohim dwells in you, wow. Now, if anyone does not have the Ruach of Messiah, he does not belong to him. But if Messiah is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, you see, the stinge of sin has made our bodies dead. Yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Ruach of the one who raised Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, the one, the one, okay, hold on. Okay, verse number 11. And if the Ruach of the one who raised Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Messiah Yeshua from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Ruach who dwells in you. Hallelujah. Are you understanding when Jesus was resurrected, he was resurrected by the Ruach Elohim and now Apostle Paul is saying the Ruach Elohim that raised the dead body of Jesus 
and transformed his dead body into a glorious resurrection body never to die again the same ruach this messiah has given to you to do what to give life to our dead bodies everyone say that i was dead but jesus gave me life say that i was dead but jesus gave me life your body my body my life was death because we were stinged by the sting of sin we were stinged by the poison of the serpent and we were manifesting the process of death though we are breathing but we are slowly dying and the process of death was manifesting on in us but jesus died for us when we were yet sinners and the process is when he resurrected hallelujah he resurrected by the ruach elohim and that ruach elohim that raised christ from the dead also now gives life to your mortal bodies which are dead are we understanding ruach elohim now the breath of god wow it restored the life of god in my dead body it restored the life of god in my so called life which was already dead and manifesting death it restored the life of god in me so let me read that once again verse number 11 and if the ruach of the one who raised yeshua from the dead dwells in you hallelujah every christian is alive because the ruach elohim is in you hallelujah you are alive because what the ruach elohim is in you that's why even if your even if the body is dead because of sin the body will decay but you have when you have the ruach elohim the ruach elohim is also a guarantee of redemption now what is redemption redemption is this when this body decays because of the stench of sin that is death you will get a new body that is and you will get a new body when the ruach elohim is in you that ruach elohim is a guarantee of your redemption like you go to what you call in canada costco you have costco in canada you have uh, costco i don't know in us so you go and buy a product from costco and you buy a product and there is a 21 day return policy a guaranteed return policy if you don't like the product you can buy but the guarantee is on the basis if you have the tags and the bills with you if you go there and say oh i i i want to return and they say where is the tag where is the bill and you say no i don't have the tag we will not take it return and give you a new one if you have a tag and the bill we will take it back and we will give you the new one that is the holy spirit is the tag the bill the guarantee when you this body returns to the dust you will get a new body from the heavens costco shop <laughs> amen hallelujah ruach elohim the guarantee of your redemption he is the guarantee of your redemption that is why the 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 bible is speaking that your body is dead because of the stench of that this body will decay this body will will die it will return back to the dust why because of the mis- because of the sin of adam because of the fall of adam this body is going to go back to dust but adam was not created like that he was created with a body with a glorious body which will never decay and die but the stench of 
sin stinged the flesh and brought death in the flesh. But the Ruach Elohim is the life to your spirit. And then the Bible is saying, don't live according to the flesh which is dying, but according to the spirit which has the Ruach Elohim. Are you understanding the scripture now? Hallelujah. Romans chapter number 8. That is the revelation of Romans chapter number 8. Apostle Paul is teaching you something. Teaching something very deep. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Oh, it's... It's so powerful. And if the Ruach of the one who raised Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, that is what happened to Jesus. Jesus' body went back to the dust, the body, the flesh, because of our sins on him. But the Ruach raised him with a resurrected body because Jesus had the guarantee when he died in the flesh. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Ask yourself a question. Is the Ruach Elohim dwelling in you? Is the Ruach Elohim dwelling in you? Because there is an afterlife and Christians don't know about it. Maybe I have to take a sermon on hell. What is hell? People have forgotten about eternity. And they are living their life casually. There is an afterlife. We are here for temporary basis in the flesh. The flesh is the tent that will decay. But the spirit is life that will live forever. But it will live forever when the Ruach Elohim is there. Hallelujah. Amen. There is an eternity for us after this life. And it's decided if we live forever by, by the Ruach Elohim in us. The Ruach Elohim is life. The body is dead because of sin. But the Ruach who dwells in you gives you life. Verse number 12. Let's continue. Verse number 12. So then, brothers and sisters, we do not owe anything to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you must die. The process of death. That is what he is speaking about. But if by the Ruach you put to death the deeds of the body, you shall live. You shall live. So that is, that is talking about the power of the Ruach to kill the flesh. And if you kill the flesh, you will kill its sin. To have dominion over sin. Which, hallelujah. Uh, so, sorry, sin shall not have dominion over us. Because we walk in the spirit of grace. That is the Ruach Elohim has to put to death the sinful desires of the flesh. Any which ways. That is another revelation where where you have to understand that sin is in the flesh and not in the spirit. The dwelling place of sin is the flesh. Any which means I am not going there now. But let's go ahead. Verse number 14. For all who are led by, by the Ruach Elohim, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall again into fear. Rather, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Ruach himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The breath of God, Ruach Elohim. Those who are led by now, now Ruach Elohim is the leader. Whenever Jesus was talking, I told you, taught you about John chapter number 16. And I told you that he will lead you into truth. That is the Ruach Elohim, the wind of God. Any leading force 
understand the leading force of the Holy Spirit is the Ruach Elohim of God, the breath of God. Because now we are talking about the breath of God until now that gives the life of God to the dead. Now, are we understanding until now? The first thing is we saw in Genesis, Ruach Elohim gave the life of God to the dead creation. The second thing we saw that Ruach Elohim raised Christ from the dead. And in the same scripture, we saw that this Ruach Elohim, Jesus has given to us back so that he is the life-giving spirit, the Ruach Elohim, the releaser of Ruach Elohim, which gives life to us in the spirit. Hallelujah. The bodies will die, but we will have the Ruach Elohim, the eternal spirit in us, which will live for eternity. Hallelujah. Are we understanding to overcome and to get out of the process of death. That's why the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that the biggest enemy that Jesus defeated by dying on the cross was death. That was the biggest enemy. That is what it says in Hebrews. So we will not die. Hallelujah. I was talking to Sister Ruth and she brought a revelation from a man of God to me. And uh, in from a book, she was reading a book. And that amazed me and it made me to start search the scriptures. And that man of God said in that book that when the apostles of God die, you know, because majorly 11 out of 12, 12 of them, 11 out of 12 of them were all uh, martyred. And we see even Stephen, the martyr Stephen in the Bible, oh, he was martyred, he was stoned to death. But this man of God said that when they are dying maybe they were stoned to death or someone is beheading beheading them peter was crucified upside down as per historic records and all those things that these men of god who who have the ruach elohim don't feel the pain of death that's why they rejoice at that time wow they don't feel the pain that time and i i went back to the scripture i went back to the scripture it amazed me hearing that revelation from that man. And I saw, I started to read about Stephen's death. And Stephen there never mentions about pain. When he was stoned to death, he was just saying, Father, forgive them. And the Bible says the heavens opened and Jesus stood at the right hand of God. And he said, I see the Lord Jesus at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. So when that brings us to the realization, when you have the Ruach Elohim, and the death of the flesh strikes you in whatever brutal way. The glory of God is so heavy that it can take away the pain of death. Why, wow, my God. Hallelujah. I have read documentaries. I have read books about how I forgot their name. Yes, William, William Tyndale, one of them. William Tyndale. And other. there are other two of them. How... When the Catholic, you know, the Catholic Church, the history of the Catholic Church, they were the one who, who took away the word of God, the Bible from common people. Only the priests were, were supposed to have the Bible and they were supposed to teach people and the people were not supposed to personally read the Bible. If anyone found with the Bible, the Catholic Church will burn them alive, kill them. So there were servants of God like William Tyndale and there were other two, I forgot their names. They took it upon themselves. They said, we will make the word of God available even to a cobbler and to the farmer and to every common man so that they will know God. 
and these people started to print Bibles in English. They started to translate Bible because the Bible was not allowed to be translated in English by the Catholic Church. I am talking historical facts. The Bible was not allowed to be translated in English because the Bible was in Latin. And the only the Catholic priests were trained in Latin so that only they know the Bible and they can do whatever they want to do. Because people are not even aware of what is written in the Bible. So they translated the Bible into English at the cost of their life. And, and all of them were caught by the Catholic Church police. And they were burnt alive. And they say, when they were burnt alive, they were singing hymns to God, even as their body was, was burning. Wow! Ruach Elohim! Ruach Elohim! It does not allow... My God! It does not allow you to feel the stench, the, the pain of death. Ruach Elohim! How can a man sing when he is burning praises to God? Wow! Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, okay. That is Ruach Elohim that, that uh, you know, I, I, I am just giving you the man's revelation, but I am not saying that it's a fact, okay? Maybe I believe the glory of God, you know, somewhere it does not exalt the pain in you, but the glory is so much on you that you forget the pain. That is what, what happened to Jesus. Jesus dying on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them. In that, you know, I, I, I sometimes think, I, I, I so many times think that Jesus did not sleep the last night. He was pray, praying. He was sweating blood. He did not sleep. He was sleepless. You know, when I am sleepless, I did not sleep for two days. I don't want to do anything and go to sleep. But Jesus took the cross on that day. So mentally he was exhausted, physically he was exhausted, spiritually he was exhausted. And in that, you know, you, we can answer the question, in that state, how, how grumpy we become. When we did not have food, we did not, we were working and we did not sleep, how grumpy we, we become, how frustrated, easily frustrated we become. But Jesus took the cross. Jesus kept his calm and he died that day, same day when he had a sleepless night. He died on the cross by afternoon. Hallelujah. Even in that situation, he said, Father, forgive them. He did not utter any curse from his mouth for people. He did not do any such things. Hallelujah. That is the power of God's spirit. That Jesus by example has shown us. Amen. Okay, any which ways. Ruach Elohim raised Christ from the dead and the same Ruach Elohim gives life to our mortal bodies now which is in the process of death. Are we understanding? Let me give you some few more verses to, to uh, uh, regarding that point number 2. Job chapter number 33 verse number 4. Let's open Job chapter number 33 verse number 4. <coughs> and someone open Job chapter number 32 verse number 8 someone read these two verses Job chapter number 33 verse number 4 and 32 verse number 8 
have that okay let me read job chapter number 33 verse number 4 the spirit of god has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life you see that is the revelation it is the breath of the almighty the ruach elohim that gives the life of god okay amen job chapter number 32 verse number 8 I'll read it. Yes. But there is a spirit in man, the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Mm -hmm. So in NKJV it says, the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. There is a spirit in man, and what gives him understanding? The breath, the Ruach Elohim, the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. So the life of God, the understanding of God, the leading of of the holy spirit the ruach elohim the holy spirit is called the ruach elohim in uh, in uh, john chapter number 16 the ruach of god can only happen when we have him when he is released to us and there is no way that a man can receive the ruach elohim apart from believing in jesus as the lord and savior of their life that he died for them and he was raised from the dead only jesus can give them ruach elohim no other altar can no other occultic occultism can the life of god is only can only be contacted by the son through the son of god that's why jesus says in john chapter number 14 verse 6 i am the way the truth and the life the ruach hallelujah are we understanding so and no one can go to the father except by me he is the only way. Don't go and listen to those preachers and say, Oh, I am listening to the preacher because I am open-minded. You know, I want to I want to comprehend. Don't listen. When a preacher is saying Jesus is, is one of the ways, and there are other ways also, and we respect and we accept their, their faith. What you accept their faith? There is only one God. That is Jesus Christ. There is only one God. That is Jesus, our Lord. No other gods are gods in this world. That is the gospel. Hallelujah. And the gospel is not to please people. It's to save people who are ready to put their faith in the gospel. Any which ways. So these are the verses about the Ruach Elohim that gives the life of God to us. Amen. You see, we have the right life of God because of the Ruach Elohim. Let's go to the next point. The Ruach Elohim restoring life to the life of God to the dead. And the next point is Ezekiel chapter number 37. Let's go there. Ezekiel chapter number 37. Okay, I, you know, let me by the leading of the Holy Spirit now, I will discuss the third point and then we will stop there and pray. And then we will, dis then we will hear the rest on Sunday. Okay, because there is a lot and it will take a lot of time. So, let's go to the third point of the functionality of Ruach Elohim to restore the life of God to the dead. It's in Ezekiel, what? Chapter number 37. Verse number 1. Verse number 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me. I'm reading from NKJV now. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the, uh, in the in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley 
and indeed they were very dry okay and he said to me son of man can these bones live so i answered oh lord god you know again he said to me prophesy to these bones and say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the lord thus says the lord god to these bones surely i will cause ruach to enter into you breath wow hallelujah listen ruach the breath to enter into you and you shall live i will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live then you shall know that i am the lord mm -hmm. so i prophesied as i was commanded and as i prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone indeed as i looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over and there was no breath in them and he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man say to the breath thus says the lord god come from the four winds o breath and breathe on the slain that they may live now what to prophesy whom to prophesy to the four winds now the four winds is a dimension of ruach elohim from which it operates when it wants to release the when god wants to release the breath the ruach elohim over the multitudes that will also happen when jesus comes back the second time i will come to that and that is how we will be changed into glorious body by the ruach elohim the wind of god the blast of god the breath of god so ezekiel is asked to prophesy what is ezekiel seeing ezekiel is seeing dry bones dry bones people are not not even dead bodies the skeletons of people the bones of people and not even fresh bones dry bones that means they are dead from many years from many years they are dead in the valley they are dead and god is saying can this bones live you see what is impossible for man is possible for god the perspective of god the ways of god is higher than the ways of man and the because we don't understand the ruach elohim of god ezekiel said lord you know i i can't believe that these bones can live i can't believe these dry bones can live but god said i can bring them to life not only to life i can form an army out of them through the breath through the ruach elohim oh my god yes he was asked to prophesy to the four winds of breath of and breath of breathe on the slain that they may live verse number 10 so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath ruach came into them and they lived ex, uh, and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army that is the third thing that i want to tell you that god wants to restore the life of god to the dry bones with the intention of forming the end time army it is the breath it is the wind of god that will raise up the end time army hallelujah people of god can i can i have a shout of hallelujah and then we will continue say hallelujah 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 ruach elohim Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim. God said, prophesy from the four winds for the Ruach to breathe upon them. And they shall, they stood on their feet. 
And the Bible says they became an army. Okay, okay. I want to I want to teach you and I want to tell you which for which season this prophecy is for. Which which season? The prophecy has already manifested in the Bible. This prophecy. Okay, I will I will show you that. And then there is another manifestation of this prophecy that, that is yet to come of the end time army. So let's go there. So it says this dry bones which were dead formed an army exceedingly great army then it says verse number 11 then he said to me son of man these bones are the whole house of israel this prophecy is for israel we have to understand the context stay with me they indeed say our bones are dry our hope is lost and we ourselves are cut off therefore prophesy and say to them thus says the lord god behold O my people i will open your graves and cause you to come up from the graves and bring you into the land of israel then you shall know that i am the lord when i opened your graves O my people and brought you up from your graves i will put my spirit that is ruach in you and you shall live and i will place you in your own land then you shall know that i the lord have spoken it and performed it says the lord now listen to me now understanding the context god is giving ezekiel the prophecy for the house of israel and god is saying what i will do is i will open your graves you are dead in your graves now graves are not coffin boxes in the graveyard graves are the traditions and the religion and the laws of the pharisees those are the graves in which all israel was sleeping dead hallelujah but on the day of Pentecost, the Ruach came, the wind came, <laughs> hallelujah, the wind of God, like a thundering voice, the blast of the wind, the Ruach Elohim came, it started to breathe upon the 120, that were the dry bones which came back to life, of, according to this prophecy, my God, hallelujah. What were the graves they, they were sleeping in? What were the graves they were sleeping in? Okay, okay, let me, let me. Oh my God, the Spirit of God. You know, the presence of God is heavy in this place. The Spirit of God is leading me, but let me, let me make you understand what were the graves and then we will move ahead, okay? The graves, you see, Luke chapter number 24, 5 and 6. Now just listen to me, don't go there. There, the angels came to the ladies and said, to them why do you seek the living among the dead he is not here he is risen the angel was telling jesus is not in the grave jesus is in the realms of the spirit jesus is not in the things of the earth the things of the earth are the graves in which we are sleeping are we understanding why you are searching him in the things of the earth why you are searching him in church buildings why you are searching him in objects in images in idols why you search him there those are the dead things of the earth why are you searching him in traditions that someone told wash your hands take a bath and read first point on the first day and read the second point on the second day then 10 points for 10 days and you will find jesus why you are searching him in traditions of men he is not here he is in the realms of the spirit that is grave what are graves there are seven things that i listed as graves graves is human knowledge and human understanding first thing i don't have time to go there some of us try to understand the Bible in our own knowledge because we did a PhD 
in quantum physics we did a phd in english we did a doctorate in science and so on and so forth and we think we are intelligent enough to know the bible no you cannot you are dumb in the sight of god your wisdom is like foolishness in the sight of god you need to have the ruach elohim the first grave that people are sleeping in is their own wisdom and understanding is human knowledge and fantasies and fables of men and principles of men that is the grave. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Ruach Elohim will breathe to God said, these are my people. I am going to breathe and bring them out of that understanding to a higher place. Ruach Elohim. The second grave, the second grave is personal benefit. God and Jesus is like, oh, I am going to Jesus because I want a breakthrough. I want a child. I want money. I want property. Many ministries have become like, uh, like, like, like houses which will only, they are den of thieves. I told you about den of thieves. Personal benefit. That is another grave. Jesus, I believe in Jesus because I know he will do this. He will do that. He will do this. He will do that. That is another graves people are sleeping in. Let me go very fast. The point number three grave is, uh, that to be known as a spiritual and religious person to have a good status. Yes, the Pharisees were claiming to know God and claiming to be teachers of the word just because people give them honor. Just people because people can say, oh, these are Pharisees, these are teachers of the law, these are scribes to have a good status. That is another grave in which people are sleeping in. Graves. Are we understanding? The fourth grave is seeking to be associated with a ministry, with an organization, with a man of God. You know, John said to the Pharisees, you, they said, we are Abraham's children, we are Abraham's seed. And God, John, John told them, God is able to re raise up seed for Abraham from the stones. Who are you? They were, they were glorifying their association, not because they know God in the spirit, but because they are associated with a saint of God, with a man of God. Have you seen those people? Oh, I go to, to this prophet's church. I go to this pastor's church. Oh, our church is the best. Uh, my pastor is hero. No one is hero in the kingdom of God. Only Jesus is hero. We are all servants. That is another grave that people are sleeping in. <laughs> Hallelujah. For, the fifth grave, the fifth grave is seeking to please and make a preacher happy rather than Jesus. So many people in the kingdom of God, they want to make that pastor feel good, pastor happy, please their pastor. They don't hear the voice of God. They don't go to God. What they are concerned about is how can I make, you know, how can I please this man of God so that this man of God can do this, do that for me and do this for me. What about Jesus? I'm not saying don't honor. You should honor. Give them double honor who are ministering the word to you. But not give, don't give them the place of God. Don't give them the place of God. It does not belong to them. Don't bow down before them, making them idols in your life. That is what I'm saying. Hallelujah. That is another grave people are sleeping, sleeping in. Pleasing people, pleasing preachers. The sixth grave. The sixth grave is following other people's faith. Oh, Justin Bieber accepted Jesus. He is my favorite singer. I will also accept Jesus. Oh, Kanye West is speaking about Jesus. Jesus is trending now. Let me also... Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is another grave. You, 
you you just are a believer because someone else believes in jesus you don't have your own faith you are sleeping in a grave oh god hallelujah point number seven is seeking jesus to gain profit from the uh, to make a business out of it or make pro profit out of it like the den of thieves many people stepped into ministry because they saw another preacher they want to become like that preacher they want to have the that kind of mega church that kind of crusade and they were so uh so amazed looking at how honor honorable they are what money they have and then they want to choose ministry as a career that can make them like that preacher ministry as a means of gains they are sleeping in graves are we understanding these are the graves these are the graves and these people were sleeping in graves on the day of pentecost before the ruach elohim are you understanding the manifestation of ezekiel chapter number 37 hallelujah my people who are in the graves i will bring them back to life i will put my spirit in them that they shall live that was the day of pentecost the army of the 120 people that the ruach elohim brought back to life and the ruach elohim is in this place hallelujah people of god god wants to breathe upon the slain god wants to breathe upon the dry bones to form the army as on the day of pentecost hallelujah are you receive are you ready to receive the the breath of god on your life hallelujah are you ready to receive the ruach elohim hallelujah let us pray let us pray let us stop here and then on sunday night and monday morning for indians and other countries in africa we will continue on the ruach elohim but ruach elohim I told you is the restorer of the life of God to the dead. It restored the life to the dead creation. Now how I told you that man's body was dead because of sin. And the Ruach Elohim that raised Jesus from the dead now gives life to our mortal dead bodies. And we live in the spirit. And then I told you Ezekiel chapter number 37. Hallelujah. That the intention of the breath of God releasing the breath of god to raise up an army exceedingly great father breathe upon us the breath of life i pray father we need the ruach elohim we need the wind of god to blow upon us to blow upon us father tonight i pray i prophesy even as you told ezekiel i prophesy to the four winds of the earth the chosen army which are now in the graves lord there are apostles that are chosen by you but they are pleasing their wives in marriage and not listening to you there are prophets that are chosen by you who are trying to earn money by doing a business and wasting their time which is not from you there are teachers there are evangelists there are intercessors prayer warriors watchmen who have who have a position in the spirit who have a calling lord but they are dead in graves some of them are so busy in pleasing their pastors some of them are so busy in their so-called church activities 
they are all lying in graves there is an army that is there is an army army that you are looking at it as an army but they are dead in the graves i prophesy to the four winds to breathe to breathe upon those dry bones breathe breath of god breathe ruach elohim there are people you are lying in the graves take up your position the breath of god is coming upon you the ruach elohim in the name of jesus christ ruach elohim ruach elohim ruach elohim Ruach Elohim fill this place. Oh, Ruach Elohim. Ruach Elohim. Ruach Elohim. Ruach Elohim fill this place. People of God, come on your screen, raise your hands and worship God with me. Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim. Fill this place. Ruach Elohim, the wind of God. Ruach Elohim, the breath of God. Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the Lord. Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim, Ruach Elohim. Fill this place, fill this place, Yahweh, Rafa, Elohim, Jada, Jaira, you manifest yourself. Yahweh, Rafa, Elohim, Shaddai, Jairah, you manifest yourself, yes Lord. Lord, manifest yourself, Ruach Elohim, the breath of life that you released in Adam, but we lost it by the sting of sin. But we want to thank you, Jesus, that the Ruach that raised Christ from the dead lives in me. Hallelujah. The Ruach, the same Ruach that gave life, that resurrected Jesus lives in me, the Ruach Elohim. And we are not going to die. Death has lost its hold over your people in Jesus name the greatest fear of man was death and it has been defeated it has been defeated in the name of jesus if the goliath was defeated i am telling you the small demons will run away if you believe the revelation oh when goliath was defeated when goliath was killed the other small philistines ran away when you understand the defeat of death in your life the other sicknesses the other bondages the other small demons will start to run away oh 
tonight you have you the death is defeated in you because you are a carrier of ruach elohim ruach elohim the spirit of the lord the breath of the lord i prophesy as the man as the servant of god at his utterance i prophesy the ruach elohim to come upon those who are dead to come upon those who are dry to come upon those who are in the grave and that they be raised up to sit in that position to stand in the position that where they are called in or oh, raise up apostles raise up prophets raise up intercessors watchmen lord prayer warriors lord raise up the teachers the evangelists the pastors lord the end time army lord the givers the administrators lord the praise and worshipers lord the music uh the music uh, leaders lord the musicians lord the artisans lord the songwriters raise them up breath of god breathe on them that they will come up from their graves tonight ruach elohim oh the ruach of god breathe on them tonight in the name of jesus christ hallelujah god is restoring your calling in jesus name receive it god is restoring your ministry god is restoring those gifts that used to operate you used to operate in hey god is restoring it right now the ruach elohim that brings the life of god back to the dead yes he is bringing the life of god the ruach of god back to you in the name of jesus christ father we want to thank you Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Ruach Elohim. Lord, I pray. Thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you that you are doing mighty works in the lives of people. Hallelujah. The devil is not liking it, but we bind those spirits in Jesus' name that it will create no hindrances in the revival that God is bringing. Hallelujah. In the, in the release of the Ruach Elohim, that demons will be paralyzed in the name of Jesus. When the Ruach Elohim is blown in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. Oh, Lord, I pray. Thank you for this time. Even as we are going to spend our time together in your presence tomorrow and day after tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, your Ruach Elohim, breathe upon your people, Lord. Breathe upon your people in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Revive them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you for this wonderful time once again. We just want to give you glory and thanks, Lord. Hallelujah. We, we, we offer to you the fruit of our lips that is the uh, fruit of our lips that is the sacrifice of praise hallelujah we give you all praise honor and glory thank you once again lord hallelujah and i cover all the people with the blood of jesus christ all the families even those who are not there lord let your ruach elohim breathe on them let your wind breathe on them in jesus mighty name thank you once again in jesus name we pray amen let us give a shout of amen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.